Welcome back, everybody. Happy Thursday, and welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour, where you hear everything you need to know to sound impressive around the water cooler. Attorney Steve Vondren here with you, licensed practice law in California and Arizona. Today, we are talking about that wonderful topic, the thing we all love, spam. We're going to be talking about the state and federal, California state and federal spam, just an overview some general principles that come into play when you're sending and receiving spam. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, exciting topic. Get your popcorn ready, gather around, bring the family around the radio like they used to do, and let's get down to business. We should be joined here. If I have her frontline, Lisey, are you there? <coughs> yes, I made it. Oh, whoa. What? So it must be smoke in the room. What happened there? I've uh, just been on the phone all morning trying to trying to help people with their problems. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Well, welcome, Frontline Lisi. We get so much fan mail about you people calling, waiting outside the studio, just trying to get a glimpse of you. That must be – how's that feel? Uh, it feels pretty good, actually. I feel like a celebrity. Now if I had a celebrity salary, that would even be better. Oh, well, let's – moving on here. Let's not – Let's move right on to the next hot topic. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. So, all right, so, Frontline Lisi, today we're talking about that wonderful topic, spam. Do you ever get any spam? Um, I do get spam. Um, I think a lot of it goes to my junk box, but, yeah, I get a lot of spam. Mm-hmm. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about the um, Spam Act, and um, the, I say the Spam Act, basically, um, California has a spam law on the books uh, in the Business and Professions Code, Section 17529, and it basically what came before the Federal Can't Spam Act was out, and the Act basically prohibited you know, several different things, sending, sending emails and <clears throat> without permission and whatnot. Um, and one of the things that prohibited Section 17.529.5 was false and misleading subject lines, you know, subject line of the email. So, um, so California law was in effect, and it was, you know, seen as a, I guess, a pretty harsh, you know, pretty harsh law for uh, against marketers, making it, you know, tough to send spam. You know, a lot of people didn't when the internet was first coming out, you'd get spam, and some people would go crazy. I remember working for a software company um long time ago before I became a lawyer and we would uh send out uh, emails and you know we would get email lists and whatnot we'd send them out through some sort of email blaster tool that we had <coughs> and so I remember one day and we had we just decided yeah let's let's try to do this one day we had sent out our blast of emails and some guy just called up irate. I mean, he just went off, and he—I you know, think he was talking to me. And then I think he—you know—I don't know if my boss came in or what, but he ended up talking to my boss, and just went off, just lambasted us for sending him an email. My God, it was the worst thing that ever happened to this guy. So you know, it—it it was a big issue initially, and then some—you know—can spam. The federal law then came out after the California version, and you know, typically. When you have a federal law, lots of times the federal law is going to trump or what we call preempt the state law, and 
so the federal law came out with a list of requirements, things that you had to do if you were going to send email marketing. So, I mean, it's legal to send send the marketing. It may not necessarily be best practices, but the K and Span Act came out, and, you know, there was a question of whether or not it preempted the California state law. Now, the California state law provides for, you know, up to $1,000 in liquidated damages and, and actual damages. So, you know, if you're like, wow, $1,000 for every email sent, that can get kind of costly. So, you know, the marketers obviously would prefer that the Can Spam Act uh, was controlling because that's that's enforced by the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, and you know if they're in, you know they can't enforce everything, and typically the FTC likes to go after some of the bigger companies where they can set an example for everybody. So a lot of the small marketers probably slip on under the radar if the federal law is the controlling. So so we've kind of been operating under this system where I think most of the conventional wisdom out there was that the federal law preempted and you know the California state law might be dead and whatnot. So uh, but there was a case that came down. It was called the HyperTouch case, uh, California Appellate Court, Court of Appeals, and they came down and said, no, you know, uh, yes, um, you know, the federal can't spam act will, you know, does preempt in, in many circumstances. However, when it comes to this section, 17.529.5, <laughs> false and misleading subject lines, it's not preempted. The state law is not preempted as to that. Uh, specific provisions. This is the hyper-touch case. We have it on our website. You can go to attorneysteve.net, read the case. It's attorneysteve.net. And actually, you know, it was real interesting. So uh, the trial court in the hyper-touch case said, you know, no, this is all preempted, and they awarded summary judgment for the defendants, and they gave the defendants $100,000 in legal fees, uh, uh, judgment for that. <clears throat> well, the plaintiff took it up on appeal, and on appeal, the appellate court said, no, we're going to reverse that. Uh, summary judgment was not proper. And basically said, you know, the 17.529.5, uh, section for false and deceptive subject lines, is in effect. So you have this thing where, you you know, the, you're, you're, if you're going to be sending email, you have to comply with the Federal Can Spam Act. And, and apparently um, you need to apply with this portion of the state act. Now, the, the federal act um, pretty much covers this area anyway. Um, Section 5 of the FTC Act, which is the Federal Trade Commission Act, prohibits false and misleading advertising anyway. So um, so it's really interesting. Um, but uh, So you kind of have these rules under the CAN-SPAM Act. Uh, just a, a quick overview on that. If the primary purpose of your email is to promote a product or service, it's a commercial email, then basically you you are sending commercial email and you must comply. If you're sending transactional or relationship type emails, updating your clients and things like that, then you're exempt. So it, there, you have this kind of fine line where you know somebody might try to sneak in a message. But but the bottom line here is you know it's if you're going to be sending marketing, you know you want to have a certain sense of decency anyway. Because like I said. Best practices, I used to be a privacy consultant for Experian, best practices in, in privacy mean opt-in, that you get people's consent to email them. And, and most of the ma major email marketing companies today uh, are on this opt-in where you start loading up a list and sending emails and you don't have opt-in permission and you get a bunch of opt-out requests and they'll kick you off their service. 
Um, so, you know, you have to look at these things. But, you know, people will be using, like, constant contact and, and chip mail and all these other things. So, but but the, the rules under the Can't Spam Act, I think, are basically just imposing a sense of fairness and having some manners and decency. You know, no false and misleading subject lines, accurate routing information, um, putting your contact information in the body of the email, not having false and misleading uh, body or not having a false and misleading message. I mean, you shouldn't anyway, right? Um, and basically disclosing that it's an advertisement and having an, a message for people to unsubscribe and then honoring that. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's really just the sense of decency. If you're going to be sending these uh, marketing messages, have, have the decency, follow these rules, and, you know, may not be best practices because I truly believe opt-in is, is the proper thing to do, but can spam says, hey, you can send them as long as you're, you're following the rules here. So that's a brief overview, Frontline Lisi. Was that, was that in educational and infor informative? Are you taking notes? Um, yeah, hang on, let me finish writing. Hold on. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yes, very informative, and it's, it's, you know, I think more than anything, it's, you know, we get it, and we don't realize that, you know, you can, you know, re uh, recoup some money from, from these, right? To do what? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, the point is, point is, if, you know, if you're receiving these types of emails that are not in compliance, um, you know, and I'll give you, I'll give you one example of one that popped up in the real estate context. Actually, give me one second. Portions of the show are sponsored by the law offices of Steve Vondren. If you're starting a business, selling a business, need a social media lawyer, or have other business or real estate legal matters, you can find us on the web at attorneysteve.net. That's www.attorneysteve.net. You are listening to the Vondren Legal Hour, where you will learn everything you need to know to sound profound at cocktail parties and impressive around the water cooler. If you have something to say, don't be shy. Call right now and speak your mind. The toll-free number is 877-774-3195. That's 877-774-3195. And now, back to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren. Well, man, I feel like I'm like being called up on the prices right with that one. That was funny. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> that is that yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I know it. I know it. So, uh, but yeah. So anyway, um, as I was saying, is is one that came up in the real estate context. I mean, you know, this was a uh, <clears throat> types of types of cases that we we might consider taking when we talk about a deceptive subject line. This actually came out. I believe it to be deceptive, but I don't know all the details, so I don't know for sure. And the client that was going to uh, consider hiring us to to vindicate. Uh, the violation of, of what we believe to be the violation of law. I haven't heard back yet, so we don't know if we're going to get the case or not. But it was a case where he received an email. He had no business relationship with the uh, company that sent it, which is one of the exceptions. Uh, and um, the email, the subject line said, "We pay. You know, we pay all your. If you get a listing, we pay you in advance. You know, basically whether the deal closes or not." And I was like, wait a second. So if and it was brought it was brought to my attention. I didn't you know, I didn't find this, it was brought to my attention. And I said, Well, you know, call and find out what the deal is because I'm I'm assuming if you got a million dollar listing that I don't think they're gonna transfer thirty thousand dollars into your into your bank account, but I said, Hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Maybe it's uh, you know, the greatest thing 
since my bed that it says whether the deal closes or not. And, you know, I don't know if there's a catch. I don't know if, you know, it, maybe you have to be a, you know, your fifth year as a as an associate with the with the real estate company before you earn that. I, I don't know what it is, but the HyperTouch case talked about these, you know, potentially deceptive subject lines, you know, where you're offering up free cards and free golf retreats and free this, free that. You know, give us your opinion. You get a free this, and the the, the, real, the reality is you don't get anything free, other than a chance to like join join in on a contest or something. So that's the kinds of things that we're looking for. And you know, so if you have something that you believe is deceptive, you know, you can go to CaliforniaSpamLawyer.com. That's CaliforniaSpamLawyer.com, and put in. You can basically scan your email, upload it to. Um, we have a thing where you can upload your email, we'll take a look at it when we need to get the facts surrounding it and see if it actually is deceptive or not, but you could be entitled to money damages. That's how it works. Wow. <clears throat> you sound good. impressed. I've never seen, um, heard you so excited. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's what I have for you today. That's kind of the overview and kind of this little uh, area of Internet marketing. And, you know, we handle internet types of cases or social media types of issues and uh, they're you know growing by the day here as more and more people come online and get blogs and websites and want to market and work work at home people and everything else and trying to find cheap ways to you know get your, get your message out there these are the kinds of things issues that we that we see popping up well, and like I said, it's one of those things where if you know when people just randomly send spam emails, it's just, I mean, you know, we have we all get tons of emails, and that's the last thing we really need is that stuff blogging, clogging up our, our you know email boxes. So, and now we have all the you know all our emails on phones, and it's just it, you know it it's, it's not doesn't seem fair that they can do that. I agree. Well, there you have it. So, um, don't want to spend too much time on that. Did you want to talk briefly? about our world savings, Wachovia Pick-A-Pay. Um, yes. Low modification, no advance fee program. Yes, yes, yes. So anybody, if you have know anybody, have anybody, brother, sister, cousin, neighbor that has a Wachovia option arm loan, give us a call at 877-276-5084. We do not charge any upfront money. Money uh, you do not pay us unless you actually get it. We get you a modification that you sign and you agree to. So it's a no-brainer. It's a win-win for you. Um, not a guarantee we can get a modification, um, but it's the it's the best channel that we have, and we get phenomenal modifications and we get principal reduction on some of them. And so it's definitely you know you have if you have one of those option arm loans, give us a call because. You know, have us submit for you and see what we can do for you. Well said. And again, uh, past indications of success, past successes, no guarantee, no predictor of future successes. Every case is different. But, um, you know, this is a great channel if you're looking. Uh, even if you've been denied, on, you know, sometimes you end up in just dealing with the wrong people. And, um, you know, we get those from time to time. We've picked up, let's just say, picked up the ball like a, like a fumble in football, picked up a ball and ran it into the end zone before. So, you know, even if you th- you're thinking, you know, uh, you know, there's nothing out there for me, it's no advance fee. We're not going to charge you a penny <clears throat> unless you sign something. So you have nothing to lose. If you're in that situation, 
must be Wachovia or World Savings loan that you originally got. Uh, I realize lots of times, you know, Wells Fargo is the company that bought everyone, and so you may be dealing with a Wells Fargo servicing company um, and, and lender, so to speak. But um, if you if you have one of those World Savings Wachovia, you remember signing a World Savings Wachovia note, and it was a pick and pay. You had different options to pay. And you have a hardship, but you also have an ability to pay, uh, give us a call. Uh, they also have a program uh, for even if you're unemployed, some, some possibilities to potentially work a few things out. So this is the only line we attempt to modify. It's the only line we submit. And if you have one of those, give us a call, 877-276-5084. And um, we're, yeah, we're working hard on these and, you know, Get some good. You, and yesterday, you were going to get me. Uh, we talked about this. You, with the friend line, Lisa, you were going to get me five uh, modifications so I can post them on the internet. Take the names off, redact the names, and then post them on the internet so people can yeah, get an I'm idea. Yeah, I'm working on. I I am working on that. Getting those to you, so we'll get those posted. But well, I want to point one other thing out because what we have found in some of these, you know, modifications that come to us. <laughs> is while some people don't know they have a pick-a-pay, and it sounds like Wachovia has taken some of the, the uh, your your statements, don't show your three, four options um, as far as payment goes. So, I mean, even if you want to, you know, give us a call and we can, uh, there's certain things to look for, and I can tell if it is, in fact, an option arm or not. Um, right. So, yeah, like I said, if you're not sure, give us a call, 877-276-5084. Um, uh, just give us a call. I can I can take a quick look and let you know if it is in fact the pick pay, and uh, yeah, give us a call. Yeah, and they can find if you if you don't have if you're driving along the highway, you don't have a chance to write write something down, or it's not safe to write write down. And then go to attorneysteve.net. Just remember that attorneysteve.net. Our contact information is there. But yeah, good point. And you know, for a lot of a lot of people. You know, just think back. Were you making a minimum payment? Do you recall if it was just an interest-only payment or some teaser interest payment you were making? If you if you recall that, then then mm-hmm. usually that's that's a good indicator. So that's our Wachovia program. So that's that's a nice thing to know. And again, you or your friends. I mean, this is really something you know good you can pass along to your friends. If you know a friend that's fighting a loan modification and you you've been hearing them. You know, complain about this, that, and the other, not getting anywhere, losing their paperwork, all this stuff you always hear. And maybe ask them, do you have a World Savings or Wachovia uh, pick-a-pay, an option loan? Or if you do, I, you know, go to attorneysteve.net. I heard that they they do those. So pass the word on. Good way to help out a friend. (coughs) And um, that's kind of how it works. So moving on to uh, social media, social media going crazy, right? Facebook being the big leader. I was just reading this new application. It's called If I Die. Have you heard of that? No, I have not. It's basically an application that it sounds like created by an Israel company that basically you put down like your secret message or something. I haven't tried this. I haven't seen it. It's just a uh, printout. I just printed it off. Um, Somebody sent this to me. So, Um, But anyway, it's... You put in your you put in your secret message, and then if you die, it basically up, updates your Facebook page and reveals your secret messages, it's like reading a okay, will or something. That's odd. <laughs> that's I, odd. I agree. I agree. I just wanted to uh, bring that out under the topic of uh, the social media we're talking about. 
just about how we how so much of our lives are we're putting online. I mean, including including that. I mean, the privacy issues. You know, like all these all this information we put out there on the web. And you know, kind of one thing I learned when I worked for Experian as, as a privacy consultant is, you know, my job was to basically read any and every article that came out on the topic of privacy and, um, you know, know what was going on, mainly the Graham Leach-Bliley Act, the financial privacy law, but, you know, other other laws as well. And what I learned is really at the end of the day, you know, there is no privacy. I mean, I mean there is, but it's very, very limited. And But, you know, it just seems nowadays the things that people are willing to just put out there, now where we have location-based services, you know, you can, you know, people can literally know where you're at at all times, and the marketers are even using that to, to target message to you based on geographic location. So I mean, it's really a, you know, surveillance society now where so people are so willing to give up uh, their their personal details. It really makes things interesting. Guess well, not. I saw somebody on I saw, saw somebody on Facebook that it has I don't I don't even know what it is I didn't go into detail of it but it has um it shows your tombstone and it says how you're going to die. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it has your name. It has your name. It has your date and it says you know died of old age, died whatever. I'm thinking why do people why do people do this kind of stuff? Yeah, it's amazing. But um, you know it's. Um one way the world changes, you know, the more the more attitudes change and actions change, the, the world changes right along with it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. something that used to be kind of sacred and private. Maybe nowadays it's just not that way. So just, you know, kind of something interesting. You are listening to the Vondren Legal Hour, where you will learn everything you need to know to sound profound at cocktail parties and impressive around the water cooler. If you have something to say, don't be shy. Call right now and speak your mind. The toll-free number is 877-774-3195. That's 877-774-3195. And now, back to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren. Oh, I've got goosebumps. (laughs) I've got goosebumps. That's that's funny. That's funny. All right. So, anything else on the, uh, the frontline lease agenda there, or just you want to get back to work, ready to roll? Yeah, I got, I got some. I actually got a, a couple of Wachovia things that I need to get get tr- uh, transferred to you to get into um, updated documents and such. So that means, gotta, I, that means gotta, I have more work. That's just great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we yeah, never ending, never ending. So yeah. Can so a guy I get a break get here? Do I what? I said, can a guy get a break here? Um, sure. I'll give you a break. <laughs> no, that sounds great. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's get ready to bow out here. Give me one second. Portions of the show are sponsored by the law offices of Steve Vondren. If you're starting a business, selling a business, need a social media lawyer, or have other business or real estate legal matters, you can find us on the web at attorneysteve.net. That's www.attorneysteve.net. All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening in on a Thursday, and uh, we should be back. I, I have to check the calendar when we're back, but we're going to have some good guests coming up uh, in the next week or two. We're going to have uh, uh, we're going to have a good guest that's going to be talking about the ins and outs of short sales. So, if you're out there, homeowner, and you're considering, you know, short sale, we're going to talk a little bit about the California anti-deficiency laws, which you know could provide some some good grounds for you to basically 
short sale of this house, move it on. If you need short, short sale consultations, foreclosure consultations, of course, give us a call, 877-276-5084. You can find us on the web, attorneysteve.net, and uh, we can take it from there. But other than that, um, keep up the good fight, people. Anything else, Frontline Lisi? Nope. Uh, that's it for me. I um, I got like I said, I got a couple things to do, but that's yeah, like what, next week we're gonna have somebody on uh talking about real estate or who who's on yeah, the we have, uh, Yeah, and I think also uh we have we have I believe we have some Arizona uh people that follow us. Uh we're gonna have at least we're scheduled right now. Um we're going to have a just a fantastic guest that really has been doing commercial real estate for a long time in the Phoenix region and, and is going to give us an update on what's going on out in the desert. So if you're, you know, we have a lot of California people that look for deals in Arizona and want to know, you know, what what's going on, what's out here, uh, this is a great opportunity to get it from, honestly, in my opinion, one of the uh, the best guys out here. I mean, this guy's been doing commercial real estate, so you know, probably before yeah. I was born, as far as I know. But, but yeah, so Sometimes. we're looking forward to having him on and, um, and, uh, we will just keep just keep looking back, and and uh, we should be posting that next week. We're still trying to uh, work out a date and a time that'll work. So looking forward to that. So yes, we've got it. Business, real estate, social media, law office of Steve Ronner, licensed practice law in California, Arizona. I'm tuning out. Got to get back to work. And um, if we don't come back on tomorrow, everybody have a great weekend. We are going to try to come on, but if we don't, everybody have a great weekend. We will talk to you all soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. The preceding show consists of general legal information only and is not legal advice or a substitute for legal advice. Contact an attorney if you need legal advice. All information set forth on the show are opinions only and should not be relied upon as being accurate as the law is subject to interpretation and is constantly evolving. The law offices of Stephen C. Vondren is licensed to practice law in California and Arizona, and we only serve clients in these two states. This is an advertisement and communication pursuant to the state bar rules. Vondren Legal Hour, copyright 2012, all rights reserved.